the lows that we as people can fall into are really absolutely incredible. It's incredible how deep and steep they are. You know, there's, uh, there's a lot of different forms of life and uh, animals can definitely feel emotions and we see that, but it, it, we see that they cannot ever be as sad and as depressed as we are because they're not as smart as we are and therefore they cannot consider as many things as can we. But we can consider a lot of things, right? Even those of us that are as far from being Einstein's as, as possible, we, we're still aware of lots and lots of different things. You know, for example, uh, you can't go and, and make a, a pig at the farm feel bad by calling it stupid and fat and lazy and gross, right? You can say that to it for 10 hours at a time and the pig will not care one bit because it doesn't have the brains to comprehend what you're saying. Right? But a person, you can call them from thousands and thousands of miles away or otherwise get in touch with them and make them feel bad by something that you say, by calling them uh, lazy and stupid and so forth. So we see the difference, right? You don't need to be Einstein to be able to comprehend a very broad array of uh, insults and injury and things that can get us feeling bad, get us feeling down. Right? So what do people, what do we usually do whenever we fall into a low. What, what, whenever we uh, begin to suffer, what we do is we immediately try to run from it. We try to escape from it. And usually the way we do that is by distracting ourselves or by presenting uh, a sharp stimulus to ourselves, right? whether it's turning on music loudly or whether it's um, uh, drinking uh, alcohol or whether it's uh, going somewhere or seeing something or having a conversation with a friend, right? We immediately try to turn our mind away from, from something that we think is making us suffer. But that, of course, is only a band-aid. It doesn't fix the underlying problem, right? And what is the underlying problem? The underlying problem only ever is a disconnect from truth, from reality, right? We failed to mind a certain aspect of reality and therefore we suffer. So a simple example is if we, uh, you know, we ate something that's spoiled, right? So the reality, the truth is that our body uh, is needs certain things and certain kinds of nutrition and certain, certain things help it be stronger and healthier, certain foods and certain habits and, and certain things detract from that. So if we've miscalculated or accidentally we go and we eat some spoiled meat or drink some spoiled milk or something like that, Right, then there's a disconnect from the truth of what our body needs, right? and therefore we suffer the consequences, hopefully no more than a little bit of extra time spent in, uh, in a certain place. Right? But obviously, oftentimes, it's worse than that. If we, if we eat some, some really spoiled meat, then things can get really nasty. Right? So the same thing then goes for our inner life, for our emotions, for our uh, knowledge, for our understandings, for our development as people. Whenever we suffer a disconnect from, from reality, from what we truly need psychologically, that is when we suffer, right? And therefore, the only way to really address our suffering is to, is to find out the truth, right? Is to connect ourselves again with reality, with how things really are. And obviously, the way to do that is the exact opposite way than what we usually do, right? We, well, what do we usually do? We try to distract ourselves, try to bring our mind away from the problem. But what we, what we need to do in order to apprehend, in order to understand truth and connect ourselves with reality again, is we need to focus in on the problem. We need to get super focused and we need to really think about what's going on, right? Maybe even 
take a little power nap, drink some coffee, and then think about exactly where that disconnect is between our, our ways and ourselves and our understandings and, and reality, all right? And when we do that, we are able to not just put a Band-Aid over the problem, all right? Not just take some anti-congestant when we have a cold, but really get rid of, of the problem in itself, all right? And uh, the thing is that w- w- this, this approach is so far from what we're used to, from, uh, from our, our usual ways, it's incredible, right? So when was the last time that you heard a person ask, what is the truth? All right, almost never. I, I can't remember a time like that. People think, what is it that I'm supposed to believe, right? Which maybe political party do I belong to, which will tell me what I should believe on this issue? Which uh, thing have I heard somewhere that will tell me how I should feel about this? What do the people around me think that will instruct me how to, how to approach this or what attitude to have, right? Very, very rarely do we think, what is the truth? Right? Simply, what is really the case? For example, uh, we need to, let's say, figure out what 2 plus 2 is. So what do we do? We, we ask, what, do, what does everybody else think 2 plus 2 is? Oh, they think it's 5? We'll say it's 5. They think it's 20? We'll say it's 20. All right? We think, what does uh, society tell us that 2 plus 2 is? They say 2 plus 2 is, is 8? Okay, well, I'll, say, I'll say it's 8. All right? We think, what do I feel like saying? Right? What, what's emotionally satisfying? It's satisfying to say that two plus two is one. So I'll say one, right? We think, um, what, what's more convenient? What'll, what'll pay off for me in the long term? Right? What'll get me more money? What will get me more, uh, in my opinion, happiness, right? So I think it's three. Saying two plus two is three, that's what's going to work for me. So then we answer three. But very rarely do we go and we think, wait, let me actually figure out what two plus two is, right? Using my mind, using reason, losing, using logic, you try to figure it out. So it's the same thing in, in, in life at large, right? We ask, what do people around us think? What does society think? What's going to eventually make me feel better about myself and give me more self-esteem, give me more money, give me more friends, give me more acceptance, right? We think, what's going to be more convenient? What's going to make me lessen my pain? What's going to uh, enable me to work less? What's going to enable me to be less accountable, to have to do less work in order to change something about myself? These are the only questions that we ask. We almost never ask, what is actually true? What is the reality? And it's unfortunate because, as we explained in the first part, the only thing that can really lessen our suffering, the only thing that can really help us out is only and ever that question. What is true? What is reality? How do I plug into reality? How do I accept the truth? And, uh, and conform my actions and my ways and my attitudes to the truth. Not to anything else but that. All right? So that's the point that we want to get to. And that's the only way for us to really truly help ourselves. All right? Thank you for listening.